You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, joined by my co-host, Philip. How you doing, Phil? Wiki wiki. Good. <laughs> awesome. Question for you. You know oh, yeah. how I like to just oh, yeah. bring yeah. surprise just questions. Go for it. And you always hit it out of the park. Well. When you wake up, mm. do you often remember your dreams? No. No. No, not at all. Okay. Zero times. And there's times where <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, I remember. I'm like, I got to remember yeah. what's going on. Never. I shouldn't say never. <laughs> Very rarely do I ever remember. You got to start keeping a dream journal on your nightstand. I guess. And yeah. then wake up and then write it out. What about you? I don't either. I, I feel like there, I will wake up and maybe have like a snippet of mm. the dream. Okay. But it's trying to hold on to water. Like it just slips away right. and then I don't even remember. And there's definitely right. dreams that I have uh, over like multiple times, which is kind of like deja vu. I've had that in the past. Yeah. I haven't recently. So do you uh, do you track your sleep at all, like REM cycles and anything like that? Like yeah, I wear your... this little whoop yeah. thing that tells you your sleep. And okay. I think it's a bunch of crock. <laughs> like voodoo. yesterday, I just slept absolutely horrible. I woke up at 3 o'clock, was up till 5. You know, that kind of oh, nonsense. Yeah. And then I get and later that evening, I checked my, oh, great sleep last night. Like, <laughs> what it. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's voodoo magic. Yeah. Um, I'm not knowledgeable because I know like that you can, you can get less hours, but deeper sleep. And I'm yeah. curious by all that, but I haven't researched it. Yeah. I don't know. And then the times where I'm like, I slept great. I'll look at my watch. Uh, no, no, you slept horrible. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm like, <laughs> uh, am I tired? And then you kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy, yeah. prophecy, but falling asleep at noon. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I could remember my dreams. I think those are fascinating. Yeah. It'd be fun to like research. Like, what does that mean? What could that mean? Yep. Go down Probably the doesn't trail. mean anything, but. As I was kind of researching this topic, so one study I found said that people who are prone to daydreaming, creative thinking, and introspection are more likely to remember their dreams. At the same time, those who are more practical and focused on what is outside of themselves tend to have difficulty remembering their dreams. So take that for a grain okay. of salt. There you go. <laughs> but while this dream talk, you might be wondering, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a different kind of dreaming. Yeah, we did. The conscious practice of dreaming as we recap our couple's dream retreat in Kansas City. So this past weekend, Philip and I, along with our wives and another couple, so what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six people total. Mm -hmm. Three couples. Math. We embarked on an uncommon weekend in Kansas City where we held our first annual couple's dream retreat. And it was really modeled after what my wife, Victoria, and I have done these couple's goal-setting weekends ever since we got married five years ago. So we go to a different city, we enjoy a weekend free from our responsibilities to focus you know, strictly on us. We work through a packet that I've developed uh, that asks questions pertaining to personal, marital, and familial goals for growth. We sprinkle in some fun dates and quality time, and then we commit our dreams and plans and desires to God in prayer. So that's kind of a 
yeah, fly over did a great of what job. we do. Yeah. yeah. So in today's episode, Phil and I are going to recap the couple's dream retreat. We'll talk about the reasons why we think every couple should make this a yearly practice in spite of the challenges. And there are some legit challenges. Oh, and like, let's just <laughs> flat out say it. The devil doesn't want you to do right, this. Right. So there is a spiritual battle of this. For sure. Each one of us, the couples down there, like had our own challenges of like, I really didn't think we we're going to be able to make it. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, we're going to get into all that for okay. sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we we really want to share this because we want to kind of pull back the curtain so that you listeners can get a clear sense of how we structure this this weekend, the purpose of this retreat, and hopefully get excited to sign up for one in the future because we plan on doing this again. Yeah, I think this will be an annual thing, and that was one of the key takeaways I think everybody came away yeah. from is let's do this again yeah, next like year. We need this. Yeah. I've been doing it for five years, and every year I still feel like I need it. Like there's wow. more – there's, you know – deeper things about my wife for me to mine and there's there's more prayers to pray and more more vision to cast so yeah yeah you know it's not a one or done thing and then we'll close the episode i think just by phil and i casting vision for what we hope to do for these future couples retreats Um, and if you want to hear more even uh kind of an in-depth explanation of victoria and my practice of this what we used to call goal setting retreat and we're like that's not romantic enough so we changed the name but you could check out an episode we posted back on January 4th, 2023. I'll link that in the show notes. Before we jump into the recap, Phil, I want to hear from you. Yeah. What is one word that you would use to describe the retreat? Mm. Mm. Intentional? Okay. Maybe? Intentional question mark? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Intentional. I felt like it was good. We had really good intentional conversations with our spouse, but also the couples that were there. Um, so that'd be, I agree. And we did intentional things. Yeah. So, and then we learned a lot. We learned, you know, the future, what we can do different. And we are, we're always learning to, oh, try yeah. to figure out what we can do different and better. And, um, yeah. Yeah. We've yet to have a mistake free yeah. experience. I don't think we ever will. Yeah. Like there's always things like, oh, I would have done this different or let's make sure that we don't do that again. Or yep. Make, we can do this better. Let's like, not go there for dinner again. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> there's some of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great word, intentional. I would say transformative, which was also my, we shared our words for the year. So I chose that word because Victoria and I have been doing these retreats on our own ever since we got married five years ago. And it was really fun to share this experience with two other couples Mm -hmm. who are also looking for transformation in their own marriages and families. So this once a year weekend, it remains like a transformative experience for us in our marriage. It was also cool to witness, you know, growth and breakthrough, however you'd want to put that between like you and Aaron and then uh, our friends, Tyler and Talis, and just hearing, mm-hmm. you know, the the breakthroughs that they had. So Yeah. And there's a couple of people before this. I think you've shared the packet with a couple of people. Yeah. And I think you did a better job than I did because I was like, yeah, I'll just send it to you. Hopeful that they would look at it or even do it. And you would send it to people. Like, hey, listen, man, you're not going to do this. Right. Like, there has to be this, I think, getting out of your own normal or, you know, kind of shaking things up and, yeah. and going out of your normal surroundings is, is a good thing. Yeah. But also the accountability of having other couples being going through the same material was mm-hmm. invaluable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And then just talking about what you've been going through was really helpful. Yeah. Um, and I don't think and we we had we didn't get through the whole packet. So, yeah, disclaimer. we didn't either. Candidly. We'll, we'll still finish it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but that now 
finishing it is like, okay, when are we going to do that? Because yeah. it's like the hustle and bustle yep. is back. Yeah. And so um, that's one thing I would change is that we need to have two mornings of just the couples to go through the packet together. But I remember like leaning back and just like watching my wife. And as we talk through this, it was super enjoyable. Mm. Like we just had a fun little place that we found and we were just drinking water and coffee and just talking about this stuff. It was really yeah. good yeah. getting out of our own normal and doing it down there. Yeah. So, so when you gave it to somebody like, Hey, you're probably not going to do this. Like, right. cause you need a couple things, a couple recipes before this is actually helpful. Yeah. And if you can do it at home, fine. That's awesome. But I think 90% of the people can't. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's a sit at your kitchen table and just like power through type of thing. Like we're Definitely very not. intentional to carve out time during the weekend to work through it. But we also know like our brains need a break. Yes. We're talking through yes. heavy, you know, sometimes emotional topics. Yeah. Let's go have some fun with, with ourselves and with other couples right. and then be refreshed and recharged and refocused to come back. Yeah. There is it. a mental workout that happens and so we did it the first morning which was friday morning um and then we had time to do it that afternoon which we did not do like and i don't think anybody did because it was just (laughs) like it was mentally taxing in a way but if we had the next morning we totally would have done it so it's not like over taxing it's just like hey you don't want to get back into that groove when you only have like an hour and a half yeah we had a good five out four hours to do it you know so it felt like we could go through it in a, in a really comfortable way. We wouldn't have to force it. We wouldn't have to go, Hey, let's go faster. You know? Yeah. So all that stuff is, I think recipes to make sure that that weekend is good. And that packet is really impactful and transforming as your word is. Yep. So, yeah, we're still trying to figure out what's the best rhythm I think. Yeah. Too. Well, let's take a step back. Cause you alluded to this. So before we kind of get into the recap of our time down there, I think it is, is certainly important to talk about just overcoming the challenges. And as you said, the spiritual warfare, which I'm mm-hmm. in agreement with, it seemed like all three of the couples ran into some legitimate opposition. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first because I want you to share after because you're okay. just like crazy. I don't yeah. want to follow that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but our older son, Eamon, got sick and had a temperature like the night before we left, which he never gets sick. He had a terrible cough. He lost his voice. So it's like mm. he couldn't even tell us what was wrong and what oh. he needed. So, yeah, helpless feeling as a parent. It, just the timing's awful because it puts you in the awful position as a parent where you're, I'm thinking like, I can't not go to Kansas City for this weekend that <laughs> I planned and I'm going to facilitate. Right. But at the same time, like my first priority is to care for my son. Uh-huh. Um, and fortunately, Victoria's mom lives with us and is more than gracious and capable of caring for him. And he did, he did get better pretty quickly. So we're thankful for that. I know the Strubes shared that they're uh, infant daughter had like a fever yep. like the night before maybe. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, what, oh, what you and Aaron went through oh, was just, man. it was, it was a miracle that it was a miracle. Yeah. There. A week before, cause my parents were going to come and kind of help the kids and our kids are a little bit older. And so they just have a lot more activities and a lot more logistical things. It seems like than I think that you, you and the Stroobs have at this point. And so, uh, Larray stayed home from school um, like two days or something like a week before. And then Beckham got sick, same thing. And he was out for three days, like didn't go to school. So like he was sick. Um, and immediately I was like, and my wife is a guilt. She always feels guilty about Mm. things. And so for her to even go on any trip is, is hard for her, even even if if everyone's healthy. healthy. Yeah. So that was almost like, 
I almost was resolute, like, hey, we got to. Yeah, you texted me, and you're like, I'm just being real. Like, I don't know if we're going to make it. That's right. And then, <laughs> surprise attack, Oakley wakes up. He's my youngest. Um, and he was like, well, I got a, I got a surprise or something. And we're like, what? <laughs> like, I have poison ivy everywhere. And, like, <laughs> oh, he gets poison ivy very bad. Uh, but, and again, this is, like, winter in Iowa. I guess uh, poison ivy never goes dormant. So, yeah. you know. And he had it all over and he just itching and, oh, it was like. He was out foraging for like mushrooms or something? I guess. <laughs> or, or air softing, one or the other. Um, and so he had poison ivy everywhere. Yeah. And so it was like, well, there it is. Like that was it. That was the kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. And, you know, my poor wife. I'm still kind of like, well, maybe there's hope. And, yeah. and then finally I was just like, I'm just going to resolute to like we're not going. Yeah. And truly, it must have been like a miracle because like everyone seemed to like be okay. Beckham wasn't a hundred percent, and Oakley still had you know pretty gnarly poison ivy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went, and so if you want some opposition, schedule the next trip <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and see what happens. Because yeah. I think that's at least something to talk through on our next one of like, tell us what went wrong that was trying to kind of deter you from staying in your marriage and yeah. focusing on your marriage in such a way. And the devil just hates this. You know, like you can, in my opinion, like he doesn't want you to focus on your marriage. He wants you to like be two ships in the night focusing other things. And so when three couples are doing that, there's only going to be a a couple challenges in Mm -hmm. your way. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. That's good. It It was real for sure. And then I was praying for you guys that whole week and you'd text me updates and I'd kind of gotten to the point in my mind. I'm like, well, yeah, if, if Phil and Aaron can't make it, like, the show must go on. It's definitely going to yeah, be agree. different and not yeah. as as good as it otherwise would have. But it did show me like how thankful I am because my wife does such a good job of of holding down the homestead. Um, she does a great job of that. So when we do plan like guys trips for the un- the uncommon, I really never think about it. Like I know that Aaron's going to take care of yeah. everything, and so so having her come, yeah. it was like Put a whole perspective, a whole nother perspective. So yeah, it was good. I think it was just reinforce the importance of like being prayed up and like not going True. into these experiences lightly or take them for granted. Like, yep. yeah, that there is very real spiritual warfare. And just as the enemy opposed us, like us being able to persevere through that and show up like God showed up. Oh, you know, that's the only faithful. thing. Like I give no glory to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. That is only God. Yeah. Only God for sure. Um. So yeah, on this topic of just challenges, I think it is prudent for us to talk about like the challenges of even just leaving our our kids. And that's like the main barrier of entry as we were kind of reaching out to couples with, with kids. It's Mm -hmm. just that you kind of touched on the guilt or the selfish feelings. Yeah. What do we do with our kids? Right. And just finding childcare is, can be a challenge. Um, But the reason why like it is good and important for us as couples to have a short break from our kids, even though we love them, First is just from a, a standpoint of the structure of the weekend, we wouldn't have been able to do the things that we did had we brought kids. Like we wouldn't no. be able to go out to dinner no. or go do the fun yeah. Let me experiences. Talk about yeah. <laughs> so my wife and I for a long time have led connection groups or like small groups for our church where couples get together, we kind of talk about what God's been teaching them, maybe the sermon, you know, all this stuff. And like 
I never had kids. Like we don't have kids anywhere close to our house because you're just distracted <laughs> when you have children. And so I was like, our group doesn't have kids. We don't like you have to handle your own childcare. Oh, wow. oh okay. yeah, figure it out. Like, <laughs> and it was truly the best thing. Like there was nobody in the basement, like running around. Like it was just our couples. And I feel like this is what we were trying to kind of create for our couples mm-hmm. in Kansas City and these um, vision casting, dream casting um, retreats. And so that is such like our kids love them to death, but they are a distraction and they pull you away from, I think your marriage Mm. if you let them. Right. Um, unless you're intentional with it. And so that's, that was a hugely important thing. Like we can't have kids (laughs) distracting us from what we want to do. I mean, if there's two days out of 365, like you should be able to do this. Yeah, for sure. And And you need to, you should. Right. And to know that it's for like your kids flourishing that you do that, which yes. And I think the thing is that a lot of people like, yeah, I can take two days uh, away from my kids, but I don't want to be around other couples. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, this is what I really appreciated about our trip is it was mainly just you and your spouse. And then we got to come together with couples, almost like, you know, your best friends, like, Oh, Hey, like, how's everything going? So like it almost impacted even more what we were doing individually. Yeah. I'll stop. Yeah. I want to speak on that a little bit because I do think, you know, as we've already kind of touched on, like many couples fall into the trap of having and raising kids at the expense of their marriage. And so whether your kids are are younger or older, I think the temptation is to put their needs and desires and overall well-being above your spouse's. But it's our position, and we would take this from God's word, that prioritizing our marriage relationship over our kids is not only biblical, but it is for the well-being of them and our family. And even just to draw from God's word, like the spiritual bond between husband and wife is so sacred and holy that Paul compares it to the union of Christ and his bride, the church, in Ephesians 5. And we could do a whole episode to explore the nuances between Mm -hmm. marriage and parenting, which we probably should. But what I can speak of and what we talked about in our first kind of group time down there is that when I'm abiding in Christ and seeking him, that fuels like my desire and ability to then go to my wife and and try to lead her spiritually, Mm -hmm. which I am called to do. Yes. And she, she sees me as credible to do that because she knows that I've been pursuing Christ. And then from our unified devotion to Christ, then we have the desire and the ability, the power to disciple our children for God's glory. It's like all that to say is I think one weekend away from your kids to focus on building and improving your marriage is not only a good idea, it's like necessary and ultimately greatly benefits your kids. So I think when we can reframe and think about it in that way, it kind of helps to dispel those feelings of guilt or selfishness that you might experience when you go away for a weekend. I agree. So. Let's get into the weekend. Um, again, it was primarily designed to allow each couple to have time and space to share the answers from their packets. So before the weekend, we've gone through the packet on our own. Mm-hmm. And then the, the weekend is deci- designed for us to come together as a couple and, and go through the packet and talk through some very real things, pray over some things, and really cast vision for your marriage and your, your family. We'd also each completed like a brief survey before the weekend, um, just kind of questions of like why we wanted to participate, what were our expectations, what were uh-huh. our hopes. So that was really good. Um, anything to add before we get into like no, the first day? No, but when I was going through the packet individually before the retreat, I was just thinking like, oh, I can't wait to hear what Aaron writes in mm-hmm. this one. You know, so I was 
I was writing it for myself, but also like kind of excited about what her answers would be. Yeah. So that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. So Thursday, um, and again, we intentionally host our retreats Thursday through Saturday so that we can head back Saturday around noon, get back at a good hour and then still have all day as Sunday as a, as a family, which is like a gift. Sunday's like a gift, which it should be. Yeah. We don't want to take that away from anyone. Thursday, Victoria and I drove down around noon, noon to get to our Airbnb. We stayed in a you know pretty cool modern house with uh, the Strubes. The entire front of the house like was all windows. It's in kind of a cool neighborhood with some shops and cafes. So Tyler and Talis arrived, I think maybe 30, 40 minutes after us. And then you and Aaron, miracle, miracle. showed up uh, a little bit married. after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was just a collective sigh of relief and just oh, celebration. Man. Celebrating that we all like made yeah, it there. Like that's, right. a, that's like a big feat. It's like we all made it. Yes. Now we can just like give ourselves right. fully to this experience. Yes. Yeah. And we checked into our hotel and like we were, we fell in love with the hotel that we stayed oh, at. Oh, yeah. We just loved it. Yeah, it was so Crossroads perfect. is legit. Yeah. In Kansas City. <laughs> if you ever go to Kansas City, Crossroads. For sure. Um, yeah. It was just so good. And it would like fit Aaron and I really well. The hotel rooms were really quaint and nice and then just the vibe that you walked Dude, in the lounge was, like, was legit. oh baby yep it was good so we we kind of yeah we all gathered at our airbnb we spent some time talking as a group about why we felt this was important for us to be there and then one of the questions from the survey was like what is we ranked kind of what is the most important area of growth in your mm-hmm. marriage and all three of the couples answered faith which wasn't surprising but it gave us kind of a jumping off point to talk about why what does that look like to practice our faith in our marriage? Yeah. And like, what are the yeah. biggest challenges to pursuing Christ together? Time, energy, even just like having a plan. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's one of my favorite times. I have a lot of favorite times when we do these things, but it's fun to sit down when you first are kind of seeing the players and the characters of the movie that you get to go on. Does oh, that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Like you, I do a lot of observing. So if you know that about me, sorry, but here we are. And so I love to observe who is the people leaning potentially way in, who mm-hmm. are the people leaning out. Yeah. Um, I love, I love observing that. And so my kind of observation at first was like, everyone was leaning in, mm-hmm. which is such a gift. That's usually not the case. Yeah. Um, but that was like my first observation of like, Whoa, everybody's engaged. Everyone's leaning in like, yep. Oh, I can't wait to see. What we all knew each other more mm-hmm. or less. Yep. So that helps. There's already some rapport and some trust there. Um, so, we, yeah, we wrapped up that time and kind of kind of talked about the the overall format of the weekend. And then f- so normally let me back up when we plan these, we have some surprise activities, which we did here. And so we get to we get to let the group in on that. Yeah, this was interesting because it was just one couple who didn't know. Yeah. So you got to, t- <laughs> it almost felt silly to keep it a secret, it but we did. still did. It did. <laughs> but I think, I think they enjoyed the surprise. Yeah. It was taste buds. We went to like go cook together yeah. and then have a competition to see who was a better cook. Yeah. Um, and so it was just us in this big like establishment. Mm-hmm. And then these two, like, I guess you'd call them facilitators, yeah. instructors, yeah, cooks, I don't know, chefs. There we go. Show and some respect. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun to like laugh and just do things with your hands. And uh, we, we split up in two groups and uh, at one point we had, we let them, we let the head lady choose the teams. That's right. Yeah. Which was interesting. And nobody was with their spouse. Right. 
But before this, we did have four couples going. And yep. so we were going to just say, hey, split us up with a couple. Yep. Um, and so that was one thing that from the weekend that I'd like to change is like we need to, since it's a marriage retreat, we probably need to be with our spouse oh, yeah. majority of the time. Yeah. Um, but it just turned out that like everything that we did in like an experience, we always did it without our spouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's kind of a head scratcher. Yeah. But, you know. You gotta look at the facilitators on that. That's us. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, don't want to get too judgmental, but it was fun. It was fun because we were all like super close, like in proximity. Yeah, we were all at a big table, so we were laughing at each other, and we, we, I think everyone's kind of competitive in their own regard, and so we wanted to win, and so we ended up making risotto. Yep. We had like an Italian, we had chicken parmesan risotto, yep. but the thing that we were being judged on was risotto. Yeah. And the thing that we thought, because we had all this list of ingredients that we could use, and then we got to choose one ingredient for the other team that had to put it in. Try to sabotage them? Yes. Yep. So we chose edamame, which is only the right choice. I was pretty confident in it. It turns out (laughs) that's the better choice because they chose what for us? Jalapenos, peppers. Jalapenos, everyone. And so turns out the two chefs, uh, facilitators, and judges of our uh, risotto don't like hot food or right. spicy food. Yeah. So we lost. Yeah. But I felt like it was one of the better risottos I've ever had in my life. We got to try ours, obviously, and as theirs. well as theirs. Yeah. And I thought they were both good. Oh, I loved ours. ours. Was so good. Yeah. But they didn't like spice. So yep. was, sorry about it. Yeah. It was a so we lost. no win battle. But yeah, our team name was the Zesty Besties. Mm-hmm. Because we made some cannolis as well, some orange chocolate cannolis <laughs> that only you and Victoria, <laughs> which Victoria and I loved, <laughs> probably a little too much. <laughs> huh. But yeah, I'd say overall it was fun. Like you know, got to drink some wine while we cooked. That was a good just kind of group kickoff event. Yeah, that you know obviously doubled as our dinner, and then as we were eating, we had another experience planned dr- directly after. So I handed everybody a note card mm. and what did we do with with those yeah the note card was to write a love letter to your spouse and then we all got locks and then we went to this like old bridge in kansas city that love every, lock bridge the love lock bridge yeah. and once your lock is on that bridge n- no one the it's 100 percent success rate in love in forever yep. yeah um so we had to do that uh, so we both we all did that went to the bridge one it was kind of hard to find which mm-hmm. is kind of fun and then it was dark and praise the Lord, it was not super cold. Yeah. But it wasn't that far a walk away. And yeah. then we just kind of split up in couples. It was all lit up. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty. Yeah. yeah. Got to put our lock on, which there was a lot of locks on that Dude, thing. it's covered. It was hard to find a spot. It was. But we've both I had all to found cut it. off a couple of locks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those poor marriages are going to fail. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's what we did, um, which was a really fun idea, I thought. Yeah. And then we threw in the bonus. Oh, did you yeah. want to talk more about the lo- Love Lock Bridge? I don't think I had anything to add. Yeah. So then we threw the bonus experience. Yeah. We, on the way to dinner, we drove by this magnificent blue uh, Ferris wheel. And so I think that was just like in the back of our minds. Like we hadn't talked about it, but I think we were like, did you, we'd be like, did you see that Ferris wheel? Yeah. So we just kind of spontaneously made the decision to go to the Ferris wheel and that was fun. It was like a Ferris wheel just next to the interstate, or like yeah. the freeway. Super random. And just parking lots around it. Yeah. But then the actual area where the Ferris wheel was was like legit. And, and nice. we got there like 15 minutes before they closed. And yeah, so it was late. We jumped in there yeah. barely yeah. and did the They Ferris were wheel. in clothes, so yep. it was warm. Yep, they had a little music. The elements. Um, it was great. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a fun first night. Yeah. Everything about the first night was good. 
And the night didn't even end there because then we went back to your guys' place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell them about Crossroads. <laughs> then we went back to Crossroads. At this point, it's like 1130, which is way past my which bedtime. Which Aaron thought was like 930. Yeah. And But, you know, like when, when you're with friends like, and you're not with kids and they're not annoying you and you need to put them to bed. Yeah. Yeah, it just it was cool. So we got back to the Crossroads uh, Hotel, hung out. We played pool as a team. Uh, again, against we did the edamames or the zesty besties versus yep. the other team. We actually beat them that time. Yeah, thankful Can't to scratch t- on the eight. Tyler scratching on the eight, but <laughs> um, and just hung out. It was super fun. Um, so the first night went pretty late. Yeah, um, and then we just kind of sent off from there. Hey, tomorrow morning, it's all you. You and your spouse go wherever you want. You gave some people some good ideas on coffee shops around the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just work on your packets. That was yep. the next morning. Yeah, I got up to early to make breakfast at our Airbnb. So I made like the same egg, hash brown, bacon skillet that I've done on all of our treats. So now it's the a, uncommon the skillet. Uncommon skillet. Yeah, yeah, it's a tradition. But I had forgotten butter. Oh. So I had to go to the grocery store at like 630. Oh, I didn't know that. And like get some butter. And so I made it back in time True to love. To make that, like Phil said, we had just the morning to work through our packet as a couple. So Victoria and I went to, you know, a nearby coffee shop. Where did you and Aaron do yours? We went to two places. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say two places. We went to a coffee shop around the area because I asked the front desk and they're like, you want good coffee? And my wife loves coffee. So, yep, we're doing that. We Prefer walked over. disgusting. Swirl, yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Folgers. That's what we want. <laughs> And so we walked over and then we ended up, um, it was super small little place. So we ended up walking back and just going straight to the hotel. Okay. <laughs> back to Which the vibe. Which had probably good coffee in. Well, we never, we just had water. Oh, we just yeah. served water and we just sat there and went through the rest of, as much as packet we got through. Yeah. Um, until lunch. <laughs> oh, lunch. <laughs> what happened at lunch? Well, there's two places that you wanted to Q- go to. Q39. Q39. And there was a place three minutes from our hotel. So I was like, this is totally got to be it. Because I Googled it, like Q39. And I, I will saw say, too, I texted him the address. Ryan did text <laughs> me the address. But he... So I just like Googled it quick to be like, well, when do we need to kind of go upstairs yeah. and kind of get ready? Three minutes away. Yeah. We got this. We'll leave at 11.55. So for our defense, we did get at the location, the same place. We're going to sit down, and I'm like, I call Ryan. I was like, right. hey, are you at the restaurant? He's like, yeah, where are you guys? And I was like, oh, poop. We are not at the right one. We're not the right one. <laughs> so we had to drive across town um, to get to restaurant to the restaurant Q39. Uh, got there. Had a great lunch. Mm-hmm. It was an awesome lunch. Yeah. A little bit late. Good discussion. Uh-huh. One of the questions that stood out you asked everyone what was the current weather of your marriage which i was like oh that's an interesting question so yeah that sparked some it's an uncommon question there you go for sure and then as we kind of wrapped up lunch we went to our second mystery group activity which was a place called breakthrough essentially it's a huge building with like 35 challenge rooms i would call them yeah i want to stop you right here all right like i told this to the people that were there just a couple like and really, if you think about it, there was four people that have never been on a The Uncommon weekend. It was your wife, my wife, Tyler and Talis. Yeah. So that's kind of normal for us. But I told them all like, hey, when Ryan and I plan these things out, there is always a recipe of like, this could be a complete disaster. Or dud. Yeah. Or a dud. Yeah. yeah. But even in that, I feel like we would make it fun in some way. Yeah. But this was one that both Ryan and I were like looking at like, this could be. Is this going to be lame? This could be really lame. Yeah. And we get there. And there's kids running around. And like immediately, I think all of us were like, what is this going to be? 
And you know, Ryan and I have to be enthusiastic because we're the ones who planned it. Right. So like, let's let's do it. So we split up in two teams, and this time we did guys girls. Yep. Because of your recommendation. Yeah. I don't know was why. A huge I just had thing. like it was a god thing. I think we were gonna keep our same teams, and I honestly don't know why I suggested that, but that was a god thing. Being... Amazing. Yeah. So you get the uh, like these little risk guards, yep. and then you can go into like you said, 35 rooms. And as soon as you like, you know, you, you get, there's like a group, you walk into the room, you have no instructions. Yep. So you have to try to figure out and deduce with your team. What are we supposed to be? Each doing? room had like a name, but that yep. was the only clue of what you were yeah. getting into. And it, they were designated as like physical, mental and skills challenges. Some were more than one. Yeah. So, yeah. So it honestly was a lot of fun. It was. I loved it. Two hours like flew by. Flew by. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you have a lot more to say, but I'm, I'm excited to get to... Well, there was one room that were like swings yeah. that you had to like kind of monkey across and then try to touch this button on the opposite wall. And then you had to like monkey yourself back. Yep. And then as soon as you would fall off like a swing or like an apparatus, it would immediately the room would turn red. The floors had sensors. Yep. And so yeah. then you'd have to go back out, lock your... Or, you know... Set, set yourself reset back it. in. Yeah, reset yeah. the whole game. Go back in, and then you would I can't tell you. How many times do you think we did it as a guys? Oh, man. Four or five? I felt like six. It was hard to, like... Initially, it was hard just to even make it to the end. Yes. And I'm wearing, like, boots. Like, none of us were wearing good clothes for this. Yeah, so you're for wearing, sure. like, a sweater. Yep. <laughs> we were all sweaty. Oh, like, man. we all took I'm off, like, like dripping our... sweat. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it was compelling enough to be, like, do it again. Uh-huh. We because it was time. And, like, another thing to point out is, like, you got points for your performance for each room. Okay, yeah. So, That's like, for us going into it, we're like, we want to kick the girls' butts. Yes. And, and, like, we knew we were going to. But, like, <laughs> we didn't want to just barely beat up. We no. wanted to throttle Decimate. Them. Yeah. So yeah, the games were like timed and based on how far you got, that's how many points you got. So if like you failed or you didn't get as many points as you wanted, you just redo it. Highly recommend this place because yeah. you can take your family and everyone can have fun yeah. together. You could do a girl's thing. You could do a guy's thing. Yeah. There is something about it. It wasn't just like your breakout room that you would normally go to in your local town. Yeah escape room type thing it wasn't that way it yeah. was just fast paced fast moving you're all trying to learn what to do a lot of variety a lot of variety some of the rooms were super easy it's like we beat it in like 30 seconds yeah like others basketball we, others we had to do yeah others were really hard to figure out even like what to do that's right so it was fun yeah it was fun okay so and we did kick their butts oh we throttled <laughs> but the record show <laughs> let the record show. so we get back after two hours and like ryan said it flew by but like we are sweaty all of the guys are sweaty. And uh, we get back to kind of meet the girls. Is this where you want to go now? We're, I'm following okay. you. Um, and they are kind of like, ah, we're good. We're done here. And we're like, <laughs> what's going on? Like they were oh, happy. Yeah. They were so like, about they were just like, we need some fresh air. Mm-hmm. And we were all like. Some natural light because there's yeah. no windows. Yeah. It's all in this big kind of warehouse thing. Yeah. And uh, we were all like, like, okay, like that sounds great. Like, and I just thought. That's just because this isn't their thing. Yeah. That's not the case. Like, they had a blast. They seemed, like, kind of sick. Off. <laughs> yes. That's exactly like word woozy. Woozy. So, they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And yeah. so, we're, they were like, well, did you guys do the subway room? And we're like... We had not. No. Like, what's that? And they're like, no. Yeah. They're like, you got to go do the subway room. Anyway. So, we end up finding the subway room quick because it's kind of a labyrinth it's hard to find the rooms you yeah don't have a map or and there's anything. 35 of them what right. room are we going to yeah. and they're trying to figure out and anyway, we found it and we get into this 
subway room. We had to get let in. We got let in by our, somebody because our, our two hours were our up. two hours were up, but yeah. we like finagled our way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, especially just seeing our wives off. And here's the picture that you walk in. It's a darker room, but it's in huge. front of us, it's huge. In front of us is a subway that is like a quarter turned, almost like it was like off the tracks. Yep. And so there was like a ramp up into the subway. So you're you're on flat ground. It's all black except for the subway looking thing. And it looks real. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's tipped off the rails. And so we walk up into it. And it's like, I would, it's not 45 degrees, but it's like 38 degrees. Oh, that's precise. Yeah. So it's pretty angled. Yeah. You guys, it felt like we were moving. Yeah. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. <laughs> and we stayed in there for like 20 seconds because then you had to like try to figure out what railroad you were on and they ask you questions and we stayed in there for 20 seconds. Yeah. Very like, disorienting. At the end of it, like I just sat down one time and I was like, why is the whole room moving? Yeah. And like you guys are all going to listen to this and be like, that's not true. Because I was thinking the same thing with my wife. <laughs> yeah. And you get in it and you're like, what is happening? So we stayed in there for 20 minutes, seconds and then like kind of got out. But super trippy. Like once you got into the flat ground, you're like, why is it still yeah. like, it was so it's weird. It's kind of like getting off a trampoline and you yeah. don't feel that like yeah. bounce anymore. That's a good one. And so anyway, we got out and. Anyway, I think they stayed in there for probably a minute and a half. <laughs> they were in there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think even the lights shut off on them, and they couldn't even move. Oh, the yeah, girls. they did yeah. say that. <laughs> it's like being in the bathroom, and the lights, and you're just yeah. waving your arms yeah. trying to. So anyway, I could see how you would feel a little bit like I need fresh air, but yeah. such a fun experience to go. And my wife, she was, candidly, she hates things like this. And so when <laughs> she was walking up, she's like, all right, just have a good attitude. Like she was trying to like mentally, <laughs> like, you know, pump herself up and so at the end she was like uh we had such a great yeah. time like the women the girls like it was just fun and yeah. so i was they grateful. were able to go at their own pace yeah we were able to just be, be like idiots bats out of hell <laughs> so it ended up being even though we weren't with our spouse and i did feel that halfway through i was like should i switch to their group like it was good being guys and girls and yeah then we were able to go back to our place, um, get ready for dinner, which we had at 901 Rooftop. It was a cool place. Yeah. Really cool looking. Yeah. The potential was food there. and Atmosphere. overall experience left Subpar. something to be desired. Yeah, right. So, you know, you live and you learn. But we had dinner. Um, then we, I, th- I would say our time was redeemed by the igloo because that was a cool time. They had hot chocolate for us. Um, we were able to, I mean, we spent like a couple hours in there yeah, just two hours there. talking yep. um, through some of the other questions. One of the survey questions is about casting vision, you know, 20 years from now. And what do you hope to be celebrating as a couple in your marriage and family? So we had everybody share their answer for that and like really just talk through it. And that was, I mean, I think pretty pretty yeah, special I think that conversation. Was really important. Yeah. And then, of course, we ended back at the Crossroads Lounge. <laughs> there was going to be a DJ. You go. The DJ, we, it was so late. The DJ had already, you know, Well, by that time scratching. we get there, it's like 1130 again. Yeah. And yeah, it's like Aaron was like flabbergasted. Like, wait, what time is it? Like, like I thought she was, it was still energized. Yeah. 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 Which is good. Um, so then we ended up playing a game. Yes. Yeah, the mind. The mind. To yeah. the beat. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Leave it to Phil to come up with a life hack. A way to incorporate musical music and beats into like laying cards can't even articulate it but (laughs) so that was that was friday and then saturday was our our last day that morning we had we did kind of carve out some time i mean if you got up earlier you could have worked on the packet a little bit but 
I think we were all probably slept in and we were tired. Yes. And so we got got some bagels, which were delicious. Had really that back good. at our Airbnb. And then really just kind of wrapped up our time together, had some discussion, and spent some time praying for each other as as couples. So each couple prayed for a different couple, which was really, really special. There's just something empowering hearing another couple pray for you. And at that point, it's like we'd spent some we knew each really other. quality time. We knew yeah. what was going on in each other's lives. And then we spent um, time, like 15 minutes or so, just praying as a couple, which that's the best thing best thing you could do, really. And then said our tearful goodbyes and kind of headed out around 1030. Yeah. yeah, you gave us time to pray with each other, which I thought was fun. Yeah. It's a good idea. That was a fun time, sweet time, just at the end, kind of like the bookends, just together we've, we started and then together kind of we finished. And yeah. then we headed back and um, yeah, it was, it was a good, good retreat. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for next year. Yeah, and what's what's something you're excited about? Yeah, go through the whole packet, like like having a little bit more time carved out. Also then doing couples things like as a couple. Yeah. Which will be next, you know, next time we do it, we'll all be pretty much do this with your spouse. Yep. Um I'm also excited to get more couples to experience that. Yeah, for sure. And I think everybody that was a part of it, that was one of the things they took yeah. away. So another thing I'll note with the packet and something I emphasize to the group is like Going through this packet is super helpful, but it's just as important to revisit it throughout the year. So the plan is to to sit down with your spouse once a quarter mm-hmm. and just kind of look back through it and really just say, ask the question, like, are we on track for the things that we've committed to? Because if you don't look at it, it's not going to have any bearing on yeah. what you're doing. It's throughout a fun weekend, the year. but... You know. Right, right. Anything so, else you would change? No, I think uh, as you and I have kind of talked, like we're open to doing this in different places. Like I would love to take a group to Minnesota because I think there's some really fun uh, activities we can do up there. Kansas City, candidly, was like hard to find yeah. um, some really dynamic and unique group experiences. I think we did a great job for what was available, mm-hmm. but I just, I'm just i more familiar with Minneapolis and kind of know yeah. some stuff up there. You've kind of mentioned Chicago, bigger yep. bigger cities, some more mm-hmm. stuff to do there. Right. So I would say just kind of in wrapping up like outro and action steps, if you are married and you're listening to this and you know you want to be more intentional with dreaming and casting vision, I would just say like set aside some time this week to sit down with your spouse and just ask them about their dreams and goals for your marriage and family and be willing to share your own. And then as we move into the future, just prayerfully consider signing up for one of our couple's dream retreats, whether we do one or two in 2025. Uh, I just say like, this is something we all need, even for myself and my wife doing it consistently every year. We never get to a point where we don't need something like this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one weekend out of your whole year is not only doable, but I think it's vital to the health of your marriage and your family. Yeah, it's good. It's my story and I'm sticking to it. But uh, yeah, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Uncommon Podcast. I've been your host, Ryan. I've been Philip. Here to inspire and empower you on your own uncommon journey. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Podcast. If you have benefited from our show, I would ask you to follow, rate, and review and share our show. And be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com, where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.